So just wrapped up with a wonderful guest. Found out I was actually the first person to interact with him here on Anchor. That feels like a KT story, but this isn't KT. Um, but yeah, if you check out his Instagram, absolutely beautiful photography. Um, and he has a very interesting topic. Here I thought he was adrenaline junkie. He's actually a pre- someone who's more appreciative of something that I think a lot of us take for granted. Please welcome Coaster Talk. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. Welcome to Anchorthon 2017. Thank you. Super excited to have you on the show. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here, man. Um, I just want how's it how's it going? Do you like it so far? The the anchor app? Uh yeah, the anchor app itself I love. The anchor thon. Um, I was slightly underprepared, but I'm getting through it. It's been a great. Yeah, it's it's really good so far. I like like all the people that you're involving in this. It's really cool. Uh, I've been looking for interesting people with interesting stories and backgrounds to share. So I'm hoping everybody's enjoying it. Yeah, I think I I definitely am. It's really cool. Yeah. So how do you like an anchor so far? Dude, I love it. Um, it. I was honestly unprepared for it at first. Like, I kind of thought of it as a joke yep. at first. But then, like, I actually started getting into it more, and it's, like, becoming more of, like, like a life. Like, it's actually really cool. I really like it. Yeah, I was pretty skeptical when I first started, too. I was like, oh, yeah, it's another app. People are yeah. going to be doing random stuff on it, and yeah, no one's going to take it like seriously. A- like another Instagram. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I was checking out your Instagram profile. Yeah. And these photos are really good. You took most of these, huh? I took all of them, actually. Really? Yeah. Um, that's actually what got me into roller coasters was I started working at a theme park in the Bay Area, San okay. Francisco Bay Area. And so as I was, like, taking pictures and stuff, I kind of started learning more about roller coasters, and then, like, I started getting friends that had the same interest in, like, taking photos and, like, roller coasters. Yeah. So then I just started learning a lot more and uh, started going to, like, traveling to different theme parks and stuff to take pictures, which has been really cool. Now, do you get special permissions to access some of these places? Because some of these angles, I'm like, man, there's no way I could have got to this place to take this photo. Some of them, yeah. Uh, like, other ones you just kind of jump the fence real quick and run no other ones i just have to kind of zoom in get some good angles gotcha, gotcha. my zoom like uh yeah it's pretty it's pretty hard at sometimes when you're like man that would be a cool angle but i can't get there right so all right so the lightning rods are favorite huh yeah definitely um, I-, I was watching the video it looked pretty intense for a wooden coaster it um it is it's actually a new like it's a new concept that they came out with it's called like topper track so it's actually a steel a steel track on top but then the rest of it's just built like a wooden coaster it's actually really cool the amount of thought that went into it so it's kind of like new technology means old technology yeah that's interesting it it's it's really cool yeah so i haven't been to an amusement let's see here i've only been to like three amusement parks but I live here in northern Ohio, so Cedar Point's just a hop, skip, and a jump away. Yeah. I still haven't gone to that one. Um, really? I'm actually, yeah, I'm planning on 
trying to get out there sometime this year or next year, actually. Well, you should let me know when you're in town and we'll do a, a show together. That would be really cool. Because, like I said, that's not that far from me at all. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm also trying to go to, like, Kings Island and stuff, too, while I'm okay. in Ohio. Yeah, I went, I've been to uh, Kennywood. Mm-hmm. And then oh. I haven't been to Kings Island yet, even though it's right around the corner. Yeah. Um, I used to go to Geauga Lake a lot when it was open. Mm-hmm. And then Cedar Point bought them out and closed them down. Yeah. But, no, nah, it's it's definitely interesting. Yeah, I really like it. Uh, I want to go to Kennywood just for a... They have this ride called Skyrocket that I want to ride really bad. Yeah? Yeah, it's it's an amp ride. <laughs> Kennywood is just an amp park, too. Like, yeah, it's it's a it's a smaller park. It's a lot cheaper, though. I will yeah, say that for, for the sure. families looking for a good time. <laughs> yep, that's for sure. Now, what is it about coasters that got you excited in them? I know you said taking the pictures of them and learning about them, but what about it? Um, just like I'm really into like I'm really into like technology and stuff. Okay. And I never realized like I was just like oh yeah they just like when I was first thinking about it they're like oh yeah it's probably just like people they got track and put it together and just started they're like oh this is pretty cool but then I started looking at all the research that goes into like all these different coasters. And, like, the amount of, like, like competitive there is by every park in the United States and, like, outside of the United States. Mm-hmm. There's, like, it's, like, a giant competition to see who can build the biggest, the baddest roller coaster. And it just, like, really is interesting when you get, like, if parks saying, oh, we're going to build this, and then the next year, another park's going to be like, oh, we're going to build this to one-up that one. So they're always getting better. And it's just like a giant competition, which is really cool. Yeah. See, for me, I'm kind of torn because I love being on roller coasters. I love going <laughs> fast and getting pulled and everything. But at the same time, normally they're like a minute long. And I have to wait in line for an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah, that's one thing. And it's like, ugh. I was, uh, I was actually just riding up uh, my next – for the Christmas, I took a little break because I was spending time with family. But um, I actually started writing up a another. I'm gonna do another talk on the, an upcoming coaster called Steel Vengeance at Cedar Point. Hmm. And this is supposed to be like one of the, it's one of the longest roller coasters to be built, which would be re- it's really cool. And that's where I want to go out there. Gotcha. I if you can do it, I highly recommend coming out for. Um... They're all Hallows weekends where they open up the haunted houses and everything, mm-hmm. and it's all included. Because then a lot of the people who come are distracted by the haunted yeah. houses, and the rides are a little bit more accessible. Yeah. That's what that's what I was thinking, because I really like the Halloween events, too. Yeah. Do most of the amusement parks then do a Halloween events like that, I'm assuming? Um, yeah, I try to. Like, um... I've been getting on a lot of media list, so I've been been able to do a lot of the mazes and stuff before it's even open to the public. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so it doesn't really like so that's been that's one thing that I like about my Instagram is like being able to be put on media list and getting pictures behind the scenes and stuff. So, what's your favorite park then? I know Lightning Rod's your favorite coaster. What's your favorite park? <laughs> 
That's really a hard one because so I really like California's Great America because like the commute, like it has a bigger coaster community as we like to call it, which is basically just a huge group of enthusiasts that mm-hmm. all get along and we all like hang out and stuff. But probably all together, like the most like best park I've ever been to was honestly Dollywood. Dollywood or Silver Dollar City. So what makes those ones so good? It's because like I'm really like I really love the mountain landscapes, and Dollywood is in like the middle of the like the middle of nowhere in the <laughs> Smokies in Tennessee. Okay. And it's just amazing the amount of like mountains and stuff that is around the park, and like how most of the roller coasters are hidden. Like you <laughs> don't know there's a roller coaster there until like there's a sign that says oh enter here and you're just like whoa. Interesting. Yeah, it's just really, really cool. See, that's not that far from me either. I might have to go check that out here soon. If not next year, the following for sure. And then uh, Silver Dollar City is in the Ozarks. Okay. And where you, like, the roller coasters are, like, really, really, like, their terrain. And they play, like, really good with the terrain. And it's Hmm. really cool. So, like, you'll have a coaster with only a 100-foot chain lift, but it'll have a 160-something-foot drop. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and it's just, like, surprising the, how it <laughs> yeah. does that. <laughs> yeah, because on a, a long chain lift, you'll be like, oh, I'm preparing. Oh, boy, this is going to suck. This is going to suck. And then... And then it catches you off guard by an even longer drop. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so that's one thing I like about those parks, but if I have to go for, like, coasters and stuff, I'll definitely choose Six Flags Magic Mountain, which is, like, right down the way for me. Okay. Yeah, I had a feeling you'd have some interesting perspectives, because, like, a lot of this stuff I think about when it comes to, like, sports, like, the details <laughs> and the nuances that maybe most people miss. So I knew with, with, like, looking at your photos and the brief conversations we've had that you'd probably be able to identify some stuff in ways that most people aren't noticing or appreciating. Yeah. That's a, like after being an employee, the one thing that I do realize is like how crappy a lot of the, the ride ops are the people who work for like the theme parks, how crappy they get treated. Yeah. That's one thing that I did notice. Unfortunately, the human nature tends to blame everything on the, the people trying to provide a service to them instead of just realizing the reality of what they signed up for. Yeah. So uh, what actually like got you to pursue Anchor, how you're pursuing it? So I've always wanted to share my story in some way because yeah. I feel like most people find something they enjoy or they want to create and then accidentally becomes a success. I've always known from a very young age that I was going to impact the world in some way. And I always like origin stories or being able to hear what it looked like before we knew somebody's name. So like Gary Vaynerchuk talks about, you know, I didn't get famous until I was 37, but you missed the last, you know, 33 years of the story when I was pulling tulips out of people's yards and selling them. Yeah. So I've always been looking for a good place to pretty much do what I'm doing now in the sense of almost like a verbal journal or diary to track what I'm doing and how I'm doing it and why I'm doing it and how I think about it. Because I always felt really alone. 
Yeah. And the more openly I share, the more I find out that there's more and more people who are struggling the same way I am, who are asking <sighs> similar questions. But because we don't talk about it, it, it feels lonely. So yeah. I just like sharing, you know, when I'm having a bad day because my brother was in the hospital or financial challenges or something that I started doing that's dramatically increasing the quality of my life. Um, and yeah, a, lot of, a lot of people are actually going to benefit off that. That's like the surprising part. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of, it's a catch 22. Like where do you draw the line at being vain and having a huge ego that what you have to say is so important and that you're <laughs> intentionally trying to help people and then kind of, not trying to do things to be exciting and just kind of live life and share it and then hope it, it helps people. Like yeah. I, it's, it's a balancing act, I guess. But yeah, it's, it's honestly super cool what you do though. You're just, you're just out there like talking about your life and stuff. And that's like, honestly, one of the best things you can do because other people are going to look at that and be like, man, this dude is struggling the same way I'm struggling. And you can honestly help people from that. I'm attempting to. It was just cool for me that Anchor came about because I've always wanted a podcast and I've always been interested in it because I'm very comfortable through audio versus written. Yeah. Um, but there was no good way to do it previous because in order to do a podcast and get on iTunes, like you had to be fairly processed or to yeah. be somebody who's a sound engineer. And I didn't want to start off spending a ton of money to do <laughs> something that I didn't know what it was going to look like. So yeah. Anchor kind of popped up at the, the right time and place for me and it's been a blessing ever since <laughs> yeah anchor that's definitely one of the reasons that i jumped on anchor is because me and my friends would always talk about having like oh roller coaster podcast and everyone kind of left like oh you can't do that you're gonna need this you're gonna need that and it just like my bro my brother actually told me about it he's like hey there's this new app called the anchor you should check it out if you want like you can start your own talk show yeah and I thought I thought of it as like an opportunity to go out and pursue what I've always wanted to pursue. Have you ever interacted with any like the engineers or the architects for any of the the coasters yet? Um, not yet, but I actually just for a future future. I've been talking to the lead, one of the lead engineers at Rocky Mountain Construction mm -hmm. through email. And I, I'm pretty much convinced them to do a, a ten minute, a ten minute interview through Anchor. Cool. With me. So that's exciting. I'm really, yeah, I'm really excited for that because he's honestly a really busy dude. Yeah, if you need any help uh, setting it up and kind of streamlining it and kind of showing value proposition, let me know. Okay. Because I've pulled, I think I'm gonna have, I think only seven of them are gonna be able to make it, but about seven guests. On today's show with the Anchorthon that have never been on Anchor before. And a couple of them are fairly, I see them as high profile, hard to reach people. Yeah. Um, and it was just about kind of showing them what it looks like long term for them. So, yeah, that's really cool. So, how many, uh, how many people signed up for your, for this 24 hour? So, originally I had a total of 40 people that said they would do it. And then the miss was I didn't have the link set up yet for the scheduling platform. Uh, so getting people to recommit and then take extra steps to book something. And then at that point, too, it was about there not being time slots that worked well for them. Uh -huh. 
So out of 47 slots, because I forgot to book one, it looks like I only have, oh, oh, wait a minute, that was wrong. Um, I have less than, I think it looks like 11 open, 12 open. So awesome. we have about 30 people fully booked, and I'm still reaching out to people trying to get the after midnight slots filled. So those are the, the biggest challenges at this time. Yeah. Which well, I kind of saw that happening. Yeah. Well, especially with an app like this, you can't always. Yeah. So people. It's, it's really about, you know, finding people that are uh, in different time zones for one, and then yeah. willing to take the time to download an app and either log into one of my guest accounts with mm -hmm. that idea from Nick Diaz or, um, getting them to create their own account. Dude, that's really smart to make a guest account. That oh yeah, just... I, I, I give him the credit. Wait, <laughs> I stole that one. Who was it? Who was it again? So I can give him credit too, because that's uh, obviously really Nick smart. Nick Diaz of Knots. I don't know if you wanted me to share that, but oops, it's out. Because that is like honestly really smart. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm trying to get my friends involved in it, too. And if I make guest accounts, they won't have to, like, oh, why do I want to give them my email? Why do I want to give them this? Yep. <laughs> so that's really cool. So, me. You're welcome. Like I said, if you ever need anything, feel free to reach out. I know Kevin Touchy's pretty helpful. Uh, he's normally really good at getting back to you within, you know, 48 hours with tech tips yeah. and whatever else you need. So You, you were honestly my, the first one to favorite my station. Really? Cause, yeah, because uh, I made the app, and then you're like, whoa. <laughs> That's exciting. I like that. And it was like 20 minutes after I made my account. <laughs> hey, I'm happy we connected then, because now you're on the 24-hour Anchorthon, first ever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're the first one to ever do this on Anchor, too. I'm kind of hoping so, because I think I want to make it an annual event to end out every single year going forward. Yeah, so what was your favorite memory on looking back? So far or on yeah. Anchor in general? Just so far or even on Anchor, it doesn't really matter. Well, I think my first thing that I remember with Anchor was uh, there was a guy, Simon Says. He's not on here as much as he was before because of some stuff that happened. Yeah. But at the time, he was one of the top 20 stations, and I had no idea because I didn't know how to navigate the app. Yeah. But I just listened to him because he posted something recently. And mm -hmm. I called into a station and interacted with him for like three weeks. And then looked at the ratings because I learned how. And I was like, holy crap. Like, he's one of the top guys on the app. Like, yeah. I'm talking to the Kardashian of Anchor here as far as popularity <laughs> goes. And he's having conversations with me. Holy crap. Yeah, that's, how I, that's honestly how I felt about you because you're, you're in the top 50 for, for a little bit there. Yeah, I float back up there every now and then. Uh, same with me. It kind of goes on and off. I made it to the. I finally made it to the top sixty. Top sixty, nice. and then I fell back down, which was like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> yeah, just keep it up, man. I know you'll. Like I said, you you have a really interesting topic, and you think deeply about things that I think people take for granted. So yeah. But unfortunately, we're gonna have to wrap this up. We'll definitely do a round two. Um, okay. So that way, I can make sure I leave time for everybody else. But, it, was super, it was super cool talking to you, dude. Finally getting to have a conversation exactly. together. Nah, thank you. I, I appreciate the time.
So where can people find you outside of Anchor? Um, my Instagram. It's a, uh, it's Coaster Talk with an underscore. How it is in my Anchor, and uh, yeah, I just post, I post pictures of roller coasters, give a brief like, what this roller coaster is, how it rides, and stuff like that. And it's honestly really cool if you like photography. So, yeah, the photos are beautiful, man. Thank you. I really like it means them. a lot. Uh, and if you could have a billboard that a million people would see to make them think, question, or a message you want to convey. It could be a quote, an infographic, a saying, a slogan. What would you want it to be? Whoa. Um, I'd probably just say learn more. Learn more. I like it. Because it gets people's minds open and they're like, well, what do we need to learn? What do we need to do to learn all this? Absolutely. All right, man. Well, it's been a pleasure. And like I said, we'll definitely be doing round two in the future. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you much.